Welcome to the Kick and Post YouTube channel and podcast with your hosts, Jamal Thompson and Chris Perry. We're back with another scheduled prediction. Washington Commanders 2023 NFL season. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm good. The Commanders aren't going to be doing good, but Oof. another story. I'd like to thank Mucinex and Carissa Dean, or Carissa Dean for this podcast. They've been helping That's me it. through. So voice might sound a little bit shaky, but we, we still got work to do today. And to start off... Just like I have work to do today, the Commanders will have work to do week one against the Arizona Cardinals. I got them popping a W in that one. How do you feel about that one, Chris? I think that's a strong week for them. Um, They're going to be feeling really good. They should be. It's a a free dub. I think Cardinals are in tank mode, especially after today with the news that we just got with Isaiah being traded. So, yeah. Um, Not trying to get ahead of myself, but I think the Cardinals are going to have a very rough season. Um, but I digress. We'll we'll stay on topic. NFC East for this one. After a strong week yeah. one, which gr- granted, um, to drop my little sprinkle in there, I don't think we'll have a healthy Terry McLaurin. Um, Jahan Dotson over receiving yards, free that week. Um, then we go into week two against the Broncos. I have him copping an L, but to keep it frank, yeah. the week after that I have him copping another L. The week after that I got yeah. him copping another L. That's three straight L's yeah. for a one and three start. Um, Broncos, Bills, Eagles, that's quite the gauntlet. Broncos should be a very much improved team this year with Sean Payton at the helm. Um, Big Jerry Judy breakout season. Russ, you know, revenge Russ season as well. Um, revenge Russ. Oh. Yeah, revenge Russ for sure. You can throw that on a t-shirt if you want. Um, okay. And then the Bills are still the Bills. And then obviously the Eagles are... To be honest, I, I, we said it last year, which we give ourselves a lot of flack for the Seahawks take, but we saw the Eagles having quite a year last year based on their schedule. Now the team is just so stacked, especially with some of the news I hear coming out. They could really be yeah. even more of a problem this year. So uh, one and three start for the poor commander boys. You have any takes on this one? Nah, seeing as you said, I still gave them a loss to Denver week two. That realistically is a toss up. You don't know what version of Russ you're gonna get, but I do expect a better version of Russ. Yeah. But the two weeks after that are complete L's. So you're not touching Buffalo and Philly's gonna have a feel of day with them. So yeah. hopefully that three week stretch humbles them a little bit more. Um, really gonna learn a lot about Sam Howell those four weeks. So oh, yeah. I'm really excited to see what he has in store. But yeah, definitely one in what three to start. Yeah, Which one is, three to start. I don't want to say that's bad for them, but if you look at their stretch, that's not too bad. Like, it's just fighting those games, prove you what you can, keep it moving. You got easier weeks ahead of you. Like, week five, you have Chicago, and I have that as a dub. I have that as an L for them. Wow. Um, is it in Chicago? Wow. I feel like it's in Chicago. Um, it is. No, they have that at home. They have that one at home? Yes, sir. I'm still going to ride with the Bears on that one. I just, I think we're going to okay. see a very dynamic offense from that Chicago team. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I do think he'll put, <clears throat> Justin Fields specifically will put a lot of stress on that defense. Okay. The The argument, I guess, is what will the commander's offense do to that Bears defense? That's missing a lot of pieces, but I think the secondary still is a little bit underrated out there in, the, in Chicago. And, um, yeah, I have them giving Sam Howell a little bit of trouble with that game. Um, 
but I, I think a, a very explosive dynamic Justin Fields with the addition of DJ Moore. They've had a few weeks to kind of test things out. Um, Khalil Herbert, in my opinion, with a very confident RB1 role for the team. I uh, have Herbert. them doing pretty well. You yeah. said what? You love Khalil Herbert. You've been on him for a while now. Oh, no, I'm, a, I'm a big Khalil Herbert fan. I think he runs very violently. Um, and I think in every opportunity he's been given, he's shown out. So obviously he has everybody's yeah. draft sweetheart behind him, Roshan Johnson out of Texas. Um, everybody thinks he's next up, but all the preseason snaps have gone to Khalil Herbert when the first team's been on the field. Um, we already saw him catch a little screen pass, take it 60, or was it 50? Yeah. Yeah, so they're already utilizing him in a way that they didn't really utilize him last year. So if he's even playing the pass-catching role and he's already the bruising running back he is, I think he's going to lock up that, that RB1 spot for the most part, and then we'll see how the season plays out. I don't think they're going to really have a 50-50 split necessarily. Wow. So um, just to inform you, the Kobe's all four of them just dropped. <laughs> but at 11-24, of course they dropped them at 11-24. Wow. You can keep this in. You can keep this in. Wow. I'm you upset. Keep this in. We were just on the phone. I'm like, of course, you yes. can drop them at 1130, yes. if anything. It's 1124. This is Bruh. tough. And I mean, the 24 makes sense, minute-wise. Why 1124, though? Why would they I don't drop know if it means anyway. Why did they drop them at like 824 in the morning? Right. Or like 824 right. at night. Or like 224 in the evening for GG and G- you know what I mean I'm not a, I'm not a marketing genius but no, I no, don't but you, that makes more sense I don't see 1124 no. making sense you know what just let's, let's move on let's move on I'm sorry for that I'm sorry <laughs> but, to disappoint all our shoe fans on kicking posts um but Chris is distraught but we'll move on I'll, I'll, I'll help him through this one I'll help him through this one <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so. tough. But I got a Bears. I got a Bears. Just like how Chris took an L on this Kobe drop, I got I got the Bears handing the Commanders a, a strong L. But I got the Commanders bouncing back next week against the Falcons. That's um, funny because I have them losing reversed. to the yep. Falcons. Yep, yeah. reversed. I figured. I, I when I was writing it down, I was also a little bit skeptical <laughs> about giving them that win against the Falcons. Yep. But I feel it's like in I know, I know, but I don't know. Oh no! I'm too high on Atlanta right now. I am so. too. I'm soaking that that Falcon pack. But <laughs> why would you not? After everything you've seen so far, I know. Why man. would you not? I know. I think Desmond Ritter is going to be a great quarterback for them this year. Let me slow down. Be a solid yeah, yeah. quarterback for them this year. I said the word great. I'm tripping. Um, that's on me. I think he's going to be a solid, feasible quarterback for a team that has weapons. He's going to do yep. enough to get all the weapons in the right spot. I think Bijan's going to be a monster. Over 71 and a half rushing yards his first game. That's part of my parlay already. Free money. Um, I just think I think this team out there in Atlanta, because of how high I am on them, I have to realize that this Washington team last year performed very well with very mediocre quarterback play. And they have yeah. another year under their belt with solid coaching still, solid weapons, another year of Jahan Dotson taking a step forward, De'Ami Brown's been balling out in preseason. I just feel like they have a little bit more continuity compared to this Falcons team that we believe has, you know, obviously all these pieces and, and the things to connect right to, to make a run in the NFC South. But we have to see it on paper first, and it's still early in the year. 
So I had them taking, you know, this lump of a loss earlier on in the year. Yeah. AKA the Washington well, W. I do but have yeah. them losing to Atlanta and also have them losing the next week to the Giants and the next week again to Philly to complete the sweep for that team. I have them winning so against the Giants and then losing to Philly. So I so got you them have them three wins beating Atlanta in Atlanta. You got them beating the Giants in New York. Yeah. And then okay. And then getting swept sure. by the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For three wins to start off the season. Three yeah, wins in the first so eight right. games, right? Yeah, I got them yeah. at two and eight right now. Or two okay. and six. But. Yeah, and I think I got them at three and five. Um, I have them with the W against the Patriots as well. Yeah, I have them. An L against the Seahawks. Yep. An L against the Giants. Yes, sir. A W against the Cowboys. Okay, I have I L, say, but you got mad quiet on me. Hey, Amen. Wait till you see my face. I think they're gonna sneak one. I think they're gonna sneak one. An L against the Dolphins. Okay. You got them beating the Dolphins? I have four L's in a row after that. So right now we're at three and ten. Oof. So. I mean, I'm kind of off track about where I'm at right now, but I have them beating the Rams and then losing every other game of the year. Yeah. They have a bye week, week 14. Week 15 is the Rams. And then, yeah, like you said, LLL. So I got them at six and 11. Where do you have them? Four, four and... 15 4 and 14. I said 4 and 15. Lord. Um, 4 and 13. Um, look, man. Obviously, it's a gap of two games, but I'm a little bit overconfident with them against some of the teams in their division, but I just feel like you know your division members so well. The only team I have sweeping them in the division is the Eagles. I think you have them getting swept by everybody, don't you? I have them getting swept by everybody besides... I don't know. I think I have them swept in the whole division. Yeah. That's. I think that's where our differences lay. Is I got them sneaking one against the Cowboys and sneaking one against. I think it was the Giants, right? But you have them getting swept. I think that's where the big differences are. Um, I just feel like in division it's tough. You know that team so well. You know the opposing team so well. For you to just mad like, you know, you see them twice a year. You've seen them twice a year for so many years. This personnel isn't too far shifted. Obviously. Things could change pretty quickly for this team. Um, yeah. It seems like they're going into the year with Chase Young. Um, I haven't heard any yeah. more news about them moving him, but if they do move him and we don't get to see Chase Young playing on a contract year, I would have to shift my, my beliefs a little bit more. I also saw them use Antonio Gibson as a receiver in preseason recently. Got me a little bit excited. That's where the man's naturally supposed to be playing. I'm still not a big fan of Brian Robinson, but I saw... Sam Howell throwing that thing around the field. And Sam Howell was a great prospect initially coming out of North Carolina. Um, he got an arm. Yeah. He got a little bit of an arm. And he got weapons to, to distribute the ball to, which is the biggest part of being quarterback for a team that, you know, is kind of like not stacked everywhere else on the field. If you have weapons and you could distribute quick enough, you could, you could sneak some wins out. And I think he has the right tools to do so. Um, six and eleven is by no means a very respectable <laughs> record, but it's not in the you know in the crapper. I thought I was gonna have him with three wins, but the more I looked at the schedule, um, I couldn't really do that to him. Now you have him at four, obviously. Do you feel like you gave him too many? 
I don't know if I gave them too many. I can honestly say I gave them not enough. Cause like you said, they'll sneak something out. I don't think it's gonna come from their conference because it's already a tough conference to begin with. So majority of those teams know that every game is gonna matter, especially the Eagles, especially the Cowboys. It's gonna come to those latter weeks of who's gonna edge out for that dub. And in the same sentence, every team in that conference got better, I can say, besides the Commanders. Like the Giants improved, the Cowboys improved, and even with Philly losing everything that they did, you could argue that they're they were gonna be a better team this year. So it's not an argument. Jalen Carter is real. And they got that man. He's real. So He's real. It's so crazy they got that yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> so it sucks. And I just look at them after going or starting the season one four in my eyes, after going further you need two and six. You're halfway through your schedule. You don't have too many wins. Sam Howell can it's going to have to look great, but at some point during the season, you're going to have to think about it and be like, okay, what's the future of this franchise? Because this next draft has three quarterbacks that can legit save a franchise. You have the weapons you in your receiving three? room. Not to cut you off. You think there's three? I think there's three solid prospects right now because they're not getting Caleb Williams. He's going no. to Arizona. Um, or whoever Arizona chase to pick to. Drake exactly. Mason his drafts. So there's okay. two, and then um, who's I, there's some other guy. What's his name? Is it Bo Nix? Know? Not Bo Nix. Okay. Um, I I've been hearing about Spencer Rattler again. Don't Bruh, let's relax. Let's video. calm down. Video. Let's calm whole down. Video. Let's not but do this. At four and thirteen, that does put you in the conversation of of top five. That's You're picking top five at four and thirteen. So yeah, that's a lot to consider, especially with Jalen Hurts, with Dak Prescott, with Daniel Jones, all their team's quarterbacks and you have this guy that you think that might could be potentially when you can go get a potential Drake May with Terry McLaurin with Dotson yeah. with my boy Curtis Samuel it's yeah. a way better situation moving forward so just a lot to think about depending on where they're at midway through the season is going to dictate how they finish the season but based off how I see it there's no real incentive to be like okay let's go get a hearty win for what <laughs> like to prove what exactly like it's for nothing, you know. So let's go we'll get see. a hearty win. <laughs> yeah, let's hey, prove man. ourselves to nobody. You have no fans. Like I'm sorry, you don't even know your, your team name. So like, so much is up in the air. But at least you can figure out your quarterback situation, and I think that will happen this year. Sam Howell is kind of playing for his job in a sense, just because of what's coming up in this draft. Like he has to perform, or they have to bring in competition. It's just how the business works. So he does have to perform because again, if they don't. Like you said, they're not going to be a top pick. That's Arizona. Um, Arizona might have the top, like, two picks in the top three, essentially. Um, yeah. But they will be top half of the top ten, based on your estimations. Um, and, again, I gave them squeezing a couple out in the division. But, like you said, the rest of the division's looking at potential playoff seeding. I don't think the commanders are in that conversation this year. So... No. It might be best to just kind of see, you know, unless, you know, you have Seth Hall go out there and ball like crazy. Um, yeah, unless honest. we have another Seattle situation or yeah. be clipping this again. Exactly. I if would we, love for that to happen. Really. Would. But it's I, not. I wouldn't. I don't want to get clipped again. Um, but I'm confident this time it's not happening. Oh, Lord. It's not happening. That's, that's how it starts. 
Um, I'm excited for people like Terry and the other pass catchers on this team. Hopefully, Sam Howell makes them a little bit more of a consistent, you know, fixture in fantasy. Um, but with Terry starting the season off with an ankle injury, he's a little bit off my board unless he slides a little bit lower. Um, that's my main stance fantasy-wise on this team. I don't like Brian Robinson. I will not be drafting him. And Antonio Gibson in the 11th round, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, value-wise, I'll take him. Yeah, um, too late, man. In PPR especially, it's better. too late. Give yeah. me, give me, give me. And I'm back on the Curtis Samuel train too, man. Give me, give me, give me. Because he's going my guy. super late too. So I'll take the low, affordable pieces of this offense. And I'm kind of staying away from the McLaurins um, of the world this year. You know, I just still think they won't score that many touchdowns. Um, but I think he'll be, you know, what Terry does, essentially. Any closing thoughts for the Commanders, Chris? Um, I'll keep you in my thoughts and my prayers, and yeah. see you guys at the draft. <laughs> yeah, man. See y'all at the draft. This has been Kicking Post, Commander's Prediction, Schedule Prediction. Thank y'all for tuning in. Like, subscribe, and share. We're at 436 subscribers. Help us on that road to 500. So y'all can start getting some merch, man. And I'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. Thank you.